Welcome to Greater Finance Daily. We bring you the latest from the ongoing crypto and fintech revolution. And I am one of your hosts, Gustav. And I'm the other one, Alex. And today is Monday, the 18th of October. And we have had a pretty good weekend in the markets, right, Alex? Yes, we had. We are trading at 62,363 US dollars for a Bitcoin. And Ethereum is trading around 3,860 US dollars. It seems like the recent price actions has been driven by the ETF hype. Do you yeah, have... because, because uh, it's just a few days ago, it was around 55k. So, and it's been a lot of speculation on this ETF. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about it in, in, in one of our topics of today. Sounds good. Um, yes, but we can take a look at the topics we have. We have SEC approves Bitcoin futures ETF. Then we have a cash and carry strategy in Bitcoin, a strategy that can make you rich, which is sort of a follow-up to the first topic. What can you do when the news about this ETF have come out and w- what might happen to the price. Then we have Square plans to build an open source Bitcoin mining system. And also uh, our fourth top topic is play to earn gaming is booming. What games exist and what is this all about? And finally, we will talk a little bit about Steam or Valve, who bans blockchain games and NFTs on their platform, Steam. Um, But first out, we have the news about the SEC approval of a Bitcoin ETF. And uh, this is something that the cryptocurrency community and investing community in this area uh, have been waiting for a long time, uh, about seven and a half years, and it is finally opening up to the masses with the U.S. or with the tacit U.S. approval of a Bitcoin futures exchange traded fund, and it is the Securities and Exchange Commission, which uh, have the short name SEC, that has greenlighted Bitcoin's futures ETF in a first for the industry on Friday after the regulators' five commissioners met on the issues. And ProShares, which filed for its Bitcoin strategy ETF this past summer, may be the first to launch next week, which is starting today. So we'll see when this uh, will come in place. And there are several other uh, institutions or um, ETF providers that have uh, uh, showed signs of uh, establishing ETF. Um, also, for example, Valkyrie have added uh, their ticker, a new ticker name, BTF, that could be what they will have, uh, what ticker they will have for their ETF uh, for Bitcoin. But Alex, do you have any takes on this? Yeah, I mean, it's it's great that we get this ETF finally approved. As it will be more widely accessible for for everyone now. So uh, all the people who've been finding it hard 
to buy Bitcoin, uh, especially now in the US, will have uh, an easy way now to invest into a regulated security product. So, I mean, this is, of course, pos positive for Bitcoin and uh, the Bitcoin price, <laughs> of course. Yeah, and I mean, as I was into, this is something that the industry have been waiting for for a long time. The Gemini founders, Tyler and uh, uh, Cameron Winkle, was first seeked an ETF in 2013. And since then, SEC have been continuously rejecting any application coming in until today. And now we are almost certain that this will be approved. So it's a really interesting time. But what, what will this mean for the, for the price developments, Alex? So, yeah, of course, it's hard to say what it will mean for the price development. Uh, these products may revive interest in the famed cash and carry arbitrage strategy, which in turn would bring more buying pressure to the spot market. So the ETFs would buy Bitcoin future contracts, primarily front month trading on a regular regulated venue like the CME, Chicago Merchantile Exchange in a bid to mimic the cryptocurrency's price performance instead of purchasing actual coins. So uh, purchasing actual coins, that is called spot trading, then you are buying Bitcoin on, in, on the spot price. And uh, these future contracts, as I was saying, they, there they are front month trading. So it means, for example, that they have an expiry date three months from now or a year from now or whatever the contract is that you're buying. So assuming Wall Street embraces these ETFs, the futures premium or the spread between futures prices and spot prices would rise significantly, boosting yields from cash and carry strategies, which involves buying the asset in the spot market and simultaneously selling futures contracts. Carry trades are direction neutral and profit from an eventual convergence of the two prices as the futures price converges with the spot price on expiry. So when you get this um, difference between the futures price, which is trading higher, or it's likely to trade higher if the ETFs start buying this future product, compared to the spot prices, you're basically having a risk-free trade there. Uh, and the risk-free trade is as much as the, the difference between the spot and the futures prices. Yeah, you can do this, uh, some kind of hedging strategy, uh, as far as I understand. Anyway, we have other news as well, uh, and that is uh, Square plans to build an open source Bitcoin mining system. Um, what is that about, Alex? So Jack Dorsey, the CEO, wants to build a single system that can improve accessibility to Bitcoin mining and further decentralize the Bitcoin network. So he, he's been putting out a series of tweets explaining his intent to follow a collaborative approach in further decentralized Bitcoin mining. He said that Square is considering building a Bitcoin mining system based on custom silicon and open source for individuals and businesses worldwide. The more decentralized this is, the more resilient the Bitcoin network becomes. And Dorsey believes that uh, decentralizing the Bitcoin network will be critical for securely settling the transactions. And uh, he, he also shared the intent to build this single system that can improve uh, accessibility to Bitcoin mining, saying mining isn't accessible to everyone, 
Bitcoin mining should be as easy as plugging a rig into a power source. There isn't enough incentive today for individuals to overcome the complexity of running a miner for themselves. So it seems like Jack is keeping, he, he keeps on building. You know, he had, he just uh, released this uh, tipping feature on uh, Twitter. Did you try that one, Gustav? I have it one. Well, I have not tried that one. I've tried another like a Chrome extension tipping feature way back in 2018 or something like that. I guess this is uh, something similar, but more developed and and like uh, already in, inside of the Twitter app. Um, but yeah, I think it's really interesting that this... Uh, extraordinary person jack dorsey ceo of, of and, and founder of um, twitter and square that he is so passionate about bitcoin and, and built so much on it and and wants to contribute to the community a lot and so on so it's really interesting Definitely. um we have a few other topics as well um maybe it's not uh, much of a news but it's uh it's a topic around uh, play-to-earn gaming and that this is booming. And play-to-earn gaming is uh, this kind of gaming based on blockchain where you can play a game and then in the game earn money for what you're doing. So think that you can mine um, something in the game. You can do certain activities and you can get rewarded in, in, in certain cryptocurrencies. And this is instead of traditionally when you play to to make friends and 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 complete quests and and stuff like that. Now you're really up to completing quests to earn money. Uh, of course, you can still make friends and so on, but it's a whole new paradigm in in gaming, I would say. And we just wanted to highlight a couple of the the biggest. Um, games out there uh, i know we have talked a little bit about this before but we have axie infinity then we have decentraland um, the sandbox star atlas and light knight and in for example i'm not going to go through all of them but uh, in light light knight is a multiplayer online game where players can earn bitcoin by shooting their opponents and collecting their items as rewards a player can stack sats as they traverse the game and when they exit the game they can redeem their bitcoin earnings through the lightning network additionally players can earn buy and sell lightning skins which are nft operating on the liquid network providing another opportunity for gamers to monetize their time invested in the game so alex will you start playing or have you already start playing some of these games unfortunately i wasn't born a gamer that's not my strength so we, we were talking about playing this game star atlas so i think we have to do that gustav Yes, or maybe this light night. I'm not sure. However, I think it's really interesting to see uh, this development. And uh, talking about this development, we have a final news, which is uh, Steam or Valve um, that bans blockchain games and NFTs on its platform. 
What's that about, Alex? Well, it's basically that they are they want um, allow uh, or they've been communicating that they want allow um, cryptocurrency or, or kind of wake, making money in, in the games. Uh, they want to keep control, I guess, of of the game. Um, so we had one game uh, developer here. He was out on Twitter saying, we chose to be upfront about blockchain gaming and NFTs. As a result, we finally lost the, ba- the battle with Steam. While I'm disappointed for Age of Rust being removed, the point is more to the fact that blockchain games as whole are going to be removed. And this is a setback for all. And then he, uh, he, the Age of Rust developer also said that Steam's point of view is that items have value and they don't allow it items that can have real-world value on their platform. While I respect their choice, I fundamentally believe that NFTs and blockchain games are the future. It's why I started this journey with all of you. So it's pretty clear uh, the reason why they are banning it and uh, the reason why this age of rust guy is so passionate about about uh, blockchain gaming and uh, yeah we, we as you touched upon there in in the past now people can earn money by gaming but uh, not on steam steam won't allow this yet uh, i mean it's just a matter of time before they have to open up for it otherwise they probably will be disrupted by other platforms mm, mm. yeah yeah, I think it's weird, but but maybe they do ban it because of uh, some regulatory pressure, or I'm not sure. Mm, yeah, there, there are lots of keys behind the scenes that aren't communicated, of course. Anyway, we are out of topics of today, and soon going to start this Monday. Uh, do you have any final words, Alex? greater.finance and um, sign up for our newsletter. It's a good wrap up every week. We sent out a newsletter yesterday and we'll continue to do so every Sunday with the hottest news from the week. Do you have any takes? Um, Not really. It's a busy week. So uh, let's tune in tomorrow and uh, talk to, to you again. And uh, have a great week, everyone. Yep. See ya. See you. Bye-bye.